And we're back on Inside Black and Gold. And this is the What Didn't Work segment. And, you know, I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. One thing that you, you mentioned before we went to break is, is the pass rush. And while it, it got home in the second half, and you saw the results of that, when the Saints were able to put pressure on Tyson Bajant and make him have to make plays, make him have to, uh, you know, work off schedule a little bit, he looked like a rookie. He threw a couple picks. You know, they they forced a couple fumbles. Uh, one of them on Bajant, and you know, like that was that was the difference in the game. I think in the second half, where you held him to three points, you had your kind of typical like lockdown second half that we have seen week in week out. Um, but you didn't see the pass rush in the first half, and and especially when it came to being having gap integrity and and containing. And uh, I thought what DA said after the game uh, was was actually pretty pretty on point when it came to that. That you have to rush a quarterback, you know. And if everybody just tries to go and win their one on one battle, all right, then there's no structure to how you're rushing this guy, and and that's how quarterbacks escape. And so we have to do a better job of understanding the rush plan and do a better job of making sure that we're all working together in the rush plan so when the quarterback does try to escape, all right, then we have somebody there to, to, to get him down. So uh, that has to be better because that stinks right now. Yeah, and, and so I kind of, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, the offensive line and the defensive line are two very different things. But I do think that, the offense, like when you're talking about an offensive line, one of the one of the characteristics of it that is important is all five guys need to be working together. You need everyone to understand what everyone else is doing so that, you know, it's not just a complete breakdown. It's not everyone doing their own thing. And I think too often with the Saints defensive line, that's what you have. You have four guys rushing and just kind of doing their own thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, one guy gets upfield and there's a gap and Tyson Bajan's very athletic. He ran for 70 yards in this game. And just, you know, you saw it against Trevor Lawrence, right? You saw it against CJ Stroud. You saw it against Baker Mayfield. You saw it against Jordan Love. You cannot allow the quarterback to just go unencumbered up the field. I think Bryce Young even had a couple scrambles like that. And it's just week after week after week, you you get hit with the same thing. And like like I said, like we said in the first segment, when you're listening to DA talk, sounds like the coach of the losing team because he's so frustrated, but it's just the same thing over and over again. And, and a lot of it is just understanding the plan. Um, and so to me, that's one of the things that did not work was the containment and it has not worked all season. And in a game like this, where you are such, you're the better team, right? You're going against the rookie. You can trust him to make some rookie mistakes. You can take advantage of that. You're able to overcome it. You know, if you go up against a team like the Eagles, right, a team with a quarterback who can who can hurt you in that way and just an overall really good football team, that's going to kill you. That is going to kill you in those matchups. And so you've got to be better. Thankfully, you know, I think the Saints have some time. They, they can get to that point because I think they can win the NFC South <laughs> with a 500 record <laughs> based on what we have seen thus far. And so you worry about that matchup when you get to it, if you get to it. But, you know, it's got to be frustrating for these coaches to watch week after week after week. I was blown away. You know, halftime, you're looking at stats, and the, the Bears had 100 yards rushing by halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that blows you away. It's like, how is how is that happening? Um, and yet, Tyson Badgen 
looked way too comfortable early on. And that's that's the nauseating broken record right there of talking about first halves with this defense for whatever reason. I won't I, I love DA. You know, we heard him in the press conference talking about there's no those magical halftime adjustments are aren't happening. It's just better coaching, better play calling. Well, how the how the hell do we get that to start the games? And I know they're trying to figure it out too. Exactly. What is the issue? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tyson Bajan, eight carries for 70 yards, 8.8 yards per carry. Uh, no, not Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. Deontay <laughs> Foreman also had a really good day, 20 yeah. carries. Yeah, I sat him in fantasy. Yeah. Idiot. Point two yards per carry. Hey, I said CJ Stroud, so we can oof, we can oof. talk about that one. Yeah, uh, but I, I think I won still. So okay, that's you know. a that's a positive, right? Deshaun Watson. I think I played. I think I played Deshaun over him. He had a solid day. Okay. Um. But yeah, and and you know, we said we, you know the Saints. If the Saints can't hold this team down on the run part of it, they could have trouble. Right. The only way the the only way the Bears win this game is running the ball and forcing turnovers. Right. And they ran the ball very won. well. <laughs> what they didn't do is force turnovers. And I think if you have oh, one man. bad turnover in that game, you might lose it. That's how close it was. And like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything like this offense should have put more points on the board. And one of the one of the ways they could have done that was with the next thing that didn't work. And it's Blake groupie. And and now I understand 55 oh, yard field goal. He he nailed that one, and and I think that there was some weight coming off his shoulders there because he had missed his last two fifty-plus yard attempts. But then you go out there; it's a forty-seven yarder. You know that's got to be almost automatic. That's got to be sure. like a 95 percent scenario inside fifty. It's got to be, especially indoors, no wind. There's there you go, no right? Perfect conditions. Yeah, like that's got to be like if you got that as a game-winning kick, that should be. Money. Money you should not even think twice about it. That's a make. And right now, it just doesn't feel that way. And, you know, I, I tweeted during the game, like, I think the Saints need to sit down and have some serious conversations about Blake Groupie and, and whether he is the best option. Like, but it's not as simple as just cut Blake Groupie and find somebody else, right? Because... Not that easy, right? No, I mean, like, like again, it's kind of like when we talked about, oh, the Saints should take the play calling away from Pete Carmichael and give it to Ronald Curry. And it's like, you're assuming that there is only better options available. But in reality, it could get worse, right? He did make a 55-yarder in this game. He missed that 47-yarder by inches, right? It hit the it hit the upright. You know, the guy from the Bears also missed a kick. I was going to say, so, whose doink was louder? They were both pretty loud. <laughs> they hit opposite sides of the same goalpost. They, like, balanced each other out. You know, the tuning fork was, like, humming. Uh, but, you know, with, with Blake, it's not just that miss, right? It is a it's a pattern that is concerning, which is you know pressure kicks, right? That kick against the Packers that he missed, he missed from twenty nine against the Texans, which is just kind of like in your own head type of kick. He almost missed the PAT against the Jags. It hit the upright and went in. Um, you know he's four for six from forty to forty nine. Okay. That's just not you, you can't be four for six from forty to forty nine in the today's NFL and keep your job. That said, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not sitting here and saying that there are better options sitting at home on their couch. Um, so I think the Saints are going to stick with him. Ah, man, it's going it, to like. Do you do you bring in play. someone to like challenge him, like to light a fire kind of deal, or who knows? Like maybe they know him better, and that might throw him off worse. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's just it's just frustrating to watch because you know that's going to cost you a game. It already has cost you a game or at right. least a chance to win a game. Like people say, oh, if he had made that kick against the Packers, they would win that game. Packers had a lot of time left and a timeout. They probably get downfield and have a chance to kick their own field goal. So I'm not putting that completely on him. Right. But, you know, it's like he did that did cost you a chance to go ahead in that game. And you're gonna you're going to come down to a situation at some point this season where you need a kick to either tie it in the final minute or Absolutely. go ahead. And I just don't feel confident right now in in Blake Groupie doing that. And it's one of the it's what I said when they decided to keep him. It was like, you know, I think that he has been really good in camp. But what happens when when you got a pressure kick? And I know Will Lutz is nails in those scenarios, even if he's inconsistent at times. He's nails and pressure kicks and put away kicks. And like Will Lutz, when he would miss, it would be kind of like, oh, it's the first half and he's kicking from 46. And, you know, wait. but like on the games on the line, you'd make those kicks. When you have a chance to go up 10 points in the fourth quarter, he's making that kick. And that's a bad miss from him. And I'm sure Darren Rizzi is just, he's got heartburn. Even more horse. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he's going to be full Doc Rivers. But yeah, but Blake's got to be better. It's just frustrating because I like Blake. I think he's a good kicker. I don't know what the deal is with him. I wonder but. if the Saints are just, they figure there's going to be these bumps along the way with the kid and you just kind of, you have to ride it out. I don't know. But yeah, but the, 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 mind of a, the mind of a kicker I hear is also a strange thing. So uh, that's another thing you got to, I, I don't know if he needs some kind of, uh, you, you go visit the team therapist or whatever. It's just annoying because you could have just kept Lutz. Like, uh, like you got rid of Lutz because he had basically about of what Blake Group is doing right now. Lutz is going to kick for 10 more years in the NFL. It's not like you're you're looking at a veteran kicker and you're being like, well, we want to get younger because then he's going to have time to... There's All you need is consistency out of your kicker. And, and at least I know what to expect from Will. I don't know. I still don't. With, with with Lutz, I always assumed like, oh, maybe there was more to that core injury he had suffered that he came back from, and the Saints, you know, doctors, real, you know, they don't they don't want anything more to do with them. Plus the contract, so sure, bring in the new blood and and ride it out kind of deal. I, I, but yeah, I mean, I think he's he had a rough start in Denver, but Lutz has been pretty good. Yeah. So he he missed that one kick in Week One. Right. He had he actually missed. So that was from 50 plus. He actually had a miss extra point this past right? week against the Chiefs. Okay. Um, but those are his only two misses on the season. He's he actually hasn't, oddly enough, he hasn't attempted a kick from 40 to 49 yards. Zero. Sean Zero. knows. I'm not I'm not gonna put him in that situation, Sean says. He's also missed one extra point. So he's missed three kicks. And and I just like it, it's just I just don't understand the idea that's like I still don't understand. I just you should have kept Lutz personally. I, I I don't know. Like he's a fan favorite. I can understand moving on from Group Gillikin because you just want it. Like because I I think one thing that Darren Rizzi has made clear, they really like the ability to game plan their punts and and limit returns in every possible way, and that's what they've done. Whether it looks pretty, whatever. Like you with a kicker, you're just trying to make the kicks. There's nothing creative you're gonna do. Just make the damn kicks. Anyway, I, I don't. I don't want to be mean to to Blake. He's just, you know, he's very innocent looking and nice and friendly, and he has a strong leg. That kick from 55 was was would have been good from 60. 
it's just man, the game on the line. You really make your kicks, and everyone will love you. Yeah, and 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 everyone did until that Green Bay game, and now and then it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the season, we kind of with both. You know, both kickers, the punter, the place kicker. It was kind of like, wow, they're really going to go with two undrafted rookies. That that's that's the plan. And I mean, I, I think this is kind of what you expected from a little. You know, obviously ups and downs. Neither one was going to be perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, the only other thing that I have to point to that didn't work was just the run game in basically every way. Um, that fourth and short, man, like I think it's the right call. And if you're getting fourth and inches in plus territory, you go for it. Like it's easy to say in hindsight, well, you should have just kicked the field goal. But I also think you should have just got the first down. Uh, I think they got kind of hosed on the spot and the, and the Chris Olave catch. Cause that was, a, that looked like a first down to me generally. I don't know why they ended up having to go on fourth and inches, but uh, especially because they they gave Tyson Bajan that, that that first down when I think pretty sure he was short. Uh, anyway, um, it's I'd like to see the the run game be more consistent. Uh, Bajan was going out of bounds and he stretched. Yeah. See, so you you didn't think it was a first? No, because the ball was out of bounds by the time he got there. But when it was Alave like falling down at the marker, somehow it was it was short. Anyway, I don't I don't know. I, I like like I I am I am limited by the fact that they don't show a lot of these replays in the stadium. So I'm watching it one time, maybe twice. Yeah, like I'm not seeing it on TV the way you guys are. No, to me at least, I I I thought that you know he had reached and gotten the first on, on that play, but. It was it was close, and I'm I mean, uh, I thought it was a heck of heck of a obviously reach by. Oh, it was Bajan, a great play. I, by thought, him. I thought I did thought he, he he cleared it. Um, unfor- I was you know, like one of those unfortunate. Ah, oh, shucks, he got it. But I didn't. Yeah, say I mean, whether shot. whether it was a whether it was a first down or not, it was it was a great play by him. Uh, and like they would have been fourth and inches, and they'd have gone for it. Right. right? So I, I mean, like I have no issue with the Saints. I honestly, you know, the punt that actually worked out for them was from the 40 on like fourth and five. And I think they should have gone for it there. The Saints should have. It ended up working. Uh, Lou pinned him deep. They forced they forced a three and out. They get the ball in plus territory. I thought Rashid had a really solid game with his two kick returns. He had a couple plays in the middle of the field. Yeah, I have no issue with the decision to go on fourth and inches. Um, but I do have an issue with nine carries for 26 yards, three carries for six yards, one carry for zero yards. Alden, I mean, Alden... Very quiet game. He also had four catches for 44 yards. So, I mean, 13 touches for... Yeah, there wasn't really any kind of explosion from the offense today. No, and, and I mean, like, that's that's frustrating. Uh, but, I, again, I think it's a situation where, you know, I talked about this before the game. You know, you go back to that Broncos game where they didn't have a quarterback. And it's like, uh, I want to force them to beat me on offense. I don't want to do anything... That's gonna. I, mean, I don't want to put the ball in danger. I don't want to turn it over. You know, I want to. I want to make them go the long way, and they weren't able to do it in the second half. They had that one long drive. They settled for a field goal, and I think that was a lot of it. Uh, and you were being conservative. You know, they still could have got it done, but yeah, heck of a job they did on DJ Moore for sure. Yeah, and the, you know, one thing that was interesting, I, they didn't play. I mean, they played sides. You know, and we we're talking about that going in whether they would have Marshawn Shadow, DJ Moore. They didn't. Uh, and I think that's just very telling of how confident they are in Paulson Adebo that it's like, the, yeah, put put DJ Moore over on Paulson's side. Let's see how he does. 
Uh, and, you know, and they also responded with three takeaways. So, you know, I think it worked. Anything else? Anything else that didn't work that you want to point to before we move on? No, I mean, the the fact that you weren't able to capitalize more, I guess, off the takeaways and yeah. extend this lead because it, it that that to me, it's like five. Uh, one of the homework assignments the Cajun Cannon gave me after the post game was find out if any team has ever had five takeaways in a game and lost. Uh, not just five takeaway, a plus five, plus five, you know, right? Yeah. End up plus five and lost, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get back to you. But yeah, that, no, I mean, plus five is insane, <laughs> and to be a seven point win. That's oh what's like- man, you know what didn't work is anyone who bet the Saints. Oh, oh I was talking about this. Some people like, man, talk about Agita, talk about Harper in that entire second half, turnover after turnover after turnover, missed field goal. Oh, man, fourth and one, right? Fourth and inches. You keep, you're like, oh, man, they're definitely going to kick that field goal and go up 10 here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they get stopped, right? 47 yards. Oh, they're definitely going to make this field goal and go up 10 here. Nope. They get stopped. And even on that last drive, if the Bears had stopped Taysom short of the first down, they would have ended up kicking that field goal because, you, you know, there's no point not to. You go up 10. It's a chip shot. Right, And the Bears would get the ball back with like 10 seconds left, just like the Colts did, with no chance to actually tie it. No backdoor but cover. They, but they <laughs> got the first down. So anyone who – because like when I got that line, like I, I'm in a pick'em spool and I took the Saints minus seven and a half and I don't really care. It's not like I have any money on it. It's just it's like a, just a bragging rights thing. But right. I was like, man, if I had put money on the Saints – to cover seven and a half and watch that whole second half unfold and be like, wow, I need to stop gambling because it is clearly not meant for me. Like that's, that's a brutal way to not cover. Um, And like the Saints should have won that game by three scores easily. Like they won it. It was ugly. They won it. But (laughs) gosh, that's why I don't gamble, man. (laughs) You, you, we talk about it a lot too, obviously. And you look at, what Vegas is able to do on a constant basis. It's like, how do they get it so freaking close? So consistently. It's almost like they they you know what they're doing. <laughs> they're not losing all their money. Uh but but yeah, I, I did think that was very funny because yeah, you know, like it's like that's it's the main reason I don't gamble. I, I I'll put a, a wager in every now and then, but I'm not putting any real money on anything because it's like you won that bet if you you bet the bears, you won that bet. You took the wrong end. Like you made the wrong bet, but you won because that's what sports betting is. <laughs> you, know? you know what's funny? We actually have a segment on Sports Talk Pick Six, and I'm behind Bobby Detillier and Charlie. So I did take the Bears in the points this week. Yeah, you made the wrong bet, but you came out ahead. Right. You know? <laughs> like that's 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 why it's it's like, you know, it's it's meant to it's meant to ruin you. Um, it can break you for sure. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's wrap up that. Segment. We're going to come back. We're going to answer some viewer questions. This is Inside Black and Gold. It's our post-game edition. This is our first post-game edition of this regular season that actually happened post-game because it's like the first home game they've had at a reasonable time. Uh, so uh, that's exciting, although you can probably see it on my face. I'm kind of tired. I did watch the Giants. I, 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 mm, uh, Aiden O'Connell. And uh, Antonio Pierce, the new pat, the match made in heaven there. That Eagles Cowboys game was good. There were some good games this week. The Giants Raiders game was not one of them. Uh, Saints Bears was also kind of unwatchable if you're not a Saints or a Bears fan. 
probably i'm just assuming because i watched it but i can't imagine that was a that was a big a big draw on league pass this week let's put it that way i will um, say i have car in one fantasy league and i was so bad mad when Taysom vultured the one touchdown yeah he got one touchdown he did turn the ball over he had a decent day but yeah yeah not a not a not a that 300 yard passing uh uh streak came to an end and <laughs> right oh steve start me this week forget it he had he two had the- touchdowns Two touchdowns, right? Yeah, but Taysom had the one pass to Jawan. And I was oh, like, right, Olave. I was uh, when he threw when the pass went to Jawan. I was like, all right, a third touchdown. Then it was like, oh wait, Taysom threw it. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I mean, two hundred eleven yards, two touchdowns. It's a solid day. Yeah, it's He's like twenty take points, it right? Yeah, I mean, it, like that's that's about average. It's average or above average. Like you're not it's losing no, because of that. It's no CJ Stroud day. <laughs> it's not like the negative one I got from Deshaun Watson a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely not C.J. Stroud. But all right, let's wrap up that segment. We will be right back on Inside Black and 